and we live. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, 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 everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the Pseudo Killers, live, hosted by the Real Black Atheists on Fire. All right, let's see what we got here. Let's see if I got everything set up right. I think I do. Got the show. Boom. Okie dokie. Looking good. There we go. <sighs> peace, 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 peace. Now, I want to welcome everybody again to the um to the pseudo killers live. Um Hosted by the Real Black Atheist on Fire. Um, we're going to be over here all week because we're having um, YouTube issues on our channel. So next week we'll be back on the Pseudo Killers channel. But for right now, we're over here and we're going to still give you uh, the great content. So I hope everybody is doing uh, wonderful today. We want to jump right back into uh, the James Webb Telescope. Um, space telescope. Uh, part one of our show yesterday, we dived, we uh delve into it. Um, but we have Concrete Corey and Vance and Yolanda and Unc and uh Brendan. You know, is all gonna weigh in and give further insight. Um, on the JWS. Um, and what that means. Uh to humanity it's a uh it's a great leap forward in our understanding of our universe <clears throat> and literally our place in it so again hope everyone is having a wonderful day i know i am um apologize for being a little late let me unlock that yeah i apologize for being a little late but All right, without further ado, um, let me get the Zoom link going and get the folks in here. But we in here, come in here, wipe your feet off like we do as usual. So let's go. My bad, always hit the wrong button. We're going to start with Kent today. 
talk on the track, but you know, I was just thinking the other day, I'm like, damn, niggas be hating on a nigga, man, and trying to figure out, like, why they be hating on low. But then I learned, you know, in order to understand the motherfucker, you gotta look at things from their perspective, put yourself in their shoes. That's how I came. They say so, Jay, from the hood. Uh, he ain't had to lose on the stove, he looking too good. Living in the house, five place, he burning the wood, riding in that barrel every day, yeah, just like he should. Yeah. Wish I would if I could, but I hate that nigga. Uh, ain't that nigga, make it look easy, like I break that nigga. Quarterback like Breeze, but he ain't no fucking saint, nigga. I can do it too, but I'm mad cause I can't, nigga. Uh, look at him, look how he never slipping. Nah. We should've killed him long ago, now look how he living. This day he winning, yeah, I'm losing. right that's right that's right that's right welcome everybody back to the pseudo killers live hosted by the real black atheist on fire and we definitely on fire um so we had two shows last night we had the show where we talked about uh the james webb then we had a part two show where um unc and reggie squared off against my man sosa um, they really tried to jump Sosa on part two of the show. Y'all got to watch that. It's hilarious. Uh, Raw Bourne came on. Jalanda did not help um, 
Sosa at all, but Sosa acquitted himself, accounted for himself um, very well. So it was nothing. You know what I mean? Um, so let me see. Yeah, so um, yeah, some amazing um pictures came back from the James Webb uh telescope, space telescope, um, and uh we we gonna offer you know Corey is him and Vance they really be into that real heavy so. They was kind of mad that they didn't get a chance to weigh in. So we're going to see if they can add any more clarity to the uh, to the topic. So I'm waiting for them to come in now. But how's everybody doing? Let's see who up in here. We got Juju in the building. What it do? DeSantavo, what it do? DeMar, what up? Paragon, what it do? Late Show 42. Rakim, what it do? Rakim Allah. Mm-hmm. Tony Macaroni, what it do? TS. TSXMX, what up? Truth Ministries, where you been at, bro? What it do? Cedric, what it do? What it do? What it do? Ali Dawood L, what it do? So, assalamu alaikum. All right. Still waiting for them to pull up. Everybody bluffing. Yo, they always do this to me. I always get left hanging. Look, when they said they wanted to do a show, I came home, I put this thumbnail up. Around three o'clock. They said, yo, we got to go on early because I got to get some sleep. Blase, blase. So I made the thumbnail. <clears throat> and I got the the damn, um, the, um, the, the reminder out there, you know, damn near four, five hours, four hours, three Four hours in advance. <sighs> I got you, Cedric. Give me a second. Um, yeah, I, I got here. I, I put got everything together. You know, four hours in advance, and I'm still waiting for them to come in. But I know everybody getting off work. They got to deal with their families before they get situated. So I'm left holding the bag. You know what I mean? So. <sighs> Juju, where you at? All right, let me do this here. Right, Cedric, it's Corey's subject, and we don't know where he at. He out, you know, building driveways and decks and shit, playing in cement. It's a goddamn shame. It's a goddamn shame. So let me do this. 
Thank y'all for the like button. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. There you go, Cedric. Oh. All right, y'all. So, dead air. I know. All right. So, James Webb. Oh, let me drop this link. The link. I'm sorry. All right. Yeah. So, you know, James Webb, you know, my, my biggest issue with, uh, with spaces, you know, finding life in the universe. Right. Um, That's 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 very fascinating to me, right? To to see how how diverse life is on this one planet. Just imagine how diverse life can be in the universe. You know, so that's always Yeah, yeah, Cedric. They they tag team said I mean Sosa last night and it was horrible. Sosa was fending him off with just a, a shoe hand. He was just shooing them off like they were kids. Shooing them off like they was goddamn kids. Yay. All right. Boom. Got y'all. Got y'all. Brendan, what up? What's going on, Chef? What's happening, fellas? Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing. All right. Peace, Brendan. How peace, you doing? Peace. What it do, Chef? What's happening, bro? Cedric, what's up? I'm good. I'm good. All right. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I want to hear all the good stuff. I'm waiting till the Till the experts get here. Not, what, not, let me rephrase. Uh -oh. Till our main <laughs> enthusiast on the subject <laughs> hey. get in the building. A lot more, more like it. They're beautiful pictures, though. Man, fascinating stuff. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. I think um, Corey was, uh, we were on the uh, call on the back chat earlier, right? And Corey was really going in depth, sort of explaining what we were seeing, right? So I, I'm not as, as savvy as, you know, some of these guys are. So, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in, in really getting their take um, in terms of some of those early pictures, man. I think it should Same be- here. I'm, I'm, I'm deeply interested, especially in the philosophical discussions about space. 
um, the technology, I pretty much understand, but of course, the, the, the scientists need to, to analyze the data and then break it down for us. And, and, and of course, enthusiasts, they pretty much understand the, the, the astrophysicist lingo and, and, and can break it down in layman terms. But in terms of us finding life, it becomes a real philosophical question. What would we be looking for? Things like us? Uh, what we consider life, you know, will we be will we be able to detect other forms of life? Uh, do we know what other forms of life would look like? Because our our local uh, uh, environment produced this this form of life: carbon based uh, brain in the head. Uh, uh, visual, uh, needing visual uh, senses, developing sensitivity to light. Now, who knows if these are the main traits that you would find on a other uh, mm. system. For example, why wouldn't life arise based off of silicium or, or germanium? Because they pretty much have the same uh, or even greater binding mm. capacity as, as, as does carbon. So, yeah. What we'll be looking for. <laughs> yeah, very, very interesting, because I think Chef hit on this uh, in the last episode. Right. <clears throat> in terms of some of the diversity of life we even see here on our planet. Right. He yeah. talks about the microbes that actually metabolize high amounts of sulfur that yeah. live. Am- yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. That, that, that live amongst the high. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Which was very. Don't need any oxygen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, of course, right, we're going to look for those real telltale signs in the atmosphere, right? High amounts of of oxygen or high amounts of carbon dioxide. Either one can can live credence to or give credence to existence of life. Right. But what about some of these other elements that could potentially be metabolized by these organisms? That's very interesting. Right. So, yeah, 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 for sure. sure, It begs the question. (laughs) But in terms of um, intelligent life forms, if we look at. Uh, the, the formation of our uh, local solar system 4.1 billion, 4.3 billion years ago compared to the, the, the universe itself, which is 13.1 billion years. Let's say we got a civilization or uh, a system developed uh, about 8.2 years ago. Now, uh, knowing and understanding what our limitations are in terms of of intelligence and our biz- our ability to to move through uh, 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 through the galaxies, we know our limitation. Now, what level of advancement would a civilization like that be if they indeed uh, had the capability <laughs> to to traverse <laughs> to, to to traverse space in that type of, of way? Would they even consider us? Uh, a, a, intelligent beings would they look at us the way we 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 look at animals on our planet and 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 assess them based on their their uh intellect for example i i work with with a lot of animals and Mm -hmm. the thing that I'm, I'm, i'm constantly pushing is the level of intelligence how smart are animals and and did we have do we have a misconception of their level of intelligence for example we're starting to see that in what we can do with alligators, the amount of training that you can do with reptiles. We're starting to recognize that 
that are snakes have the ability to recognize you and choose interactions. So we're seeing more and more the intelligence of animals as we engage more with their intelligence. But, mm. but so imagine a, a, a civilization to the point that they see us <laughs> and they measure us based on their level of intelligence and we equate to, well, a baby. Or, or insignificant or, 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 or just another microbe in the universe. You know, these are some, some of the type of philosophical discussions I have with myself regarding uh, what's out there or the possibilities. It goes from, can would we be able to identify them? A silicium-based life, a germanium-based life form? Would we consider them uh, life? Because uh, those elements uh, are not carbon. They have a higher rate of, of binding capacity. They trans, uh, transfer information at a higher rate. Uh, their conductivity is, 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 is awesome. So I can imagine super intelligent beings existing based on a, a silicium-based uh, uh, body type. But what would that look like? <laughs> And, and, and here's another thing. If if they did this this super intelligent race that travels the cosmos and was advanced enough to to discover and, and realize us. Right. We would hope that they would be uh, benevolent, benevolent enough to leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, well. I'm saying would, right? would they even consider us noteworthy like like. Would, would, right. would they consider us anything other than anomaly? Because, you know, because one of the last one of the last things that I think that we would want to do is to encounter them. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Stay, stay there no. and we'll stay here. Right. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. You if, if they're, if they're yeah. anything, if they're anything like humans are right, if they're potentially resource starved. Right. Or um, opportunists, then we want we don't want them interacting with us at all. Yeah, if they, if they have any of the evolutionary traits of humans uh, in our, in our um, um, attack first, ask questions later mindset, they, they might annihilate us before we even get a conversation. <laughs> peace, Corey. What's happening, brother? Oh, peace, peace, right. man. Peace, man. Uh, just joining. Can y'all hear me pretty good? Perfect. Yeah, we can hear. Yep, we can hear you. Okay. What about my mic? I've got this new janky mic yeah. here. I don't know. Yeah, you good. You good. You good. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. I was just just got done with a little uh, science project with my daughter. I got kind of carried away. I kind of took over a little bit. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know how we do. She okay, had a little for project sure. for school and uh, for some help. Yeah, I kind of got, I kind of got carried away. My wife had to tell me, "Well, let her, let her do her thing," you know. <laughs> so I got to kind of back off a little bit and, and let her get into her, uh, into her project without so much influence from dad, you know. But yeah, man, it sounds like a good information, uh, good, um, good topic. Y'all putting out some good information. Um, definitely, last night was a great show. I watched last night. I went over. I went over the show last night and uh that was a good show. Uh 
I um I wanted to kind of get clear of clarity on some of the uh some of the topics, uh some of the images and, and things that we saw last night. Uh I need somebody to pull up a couple of those images that that's got a a, a mouse because um it's, it's gonna take uh when you're looking at those images, it's it's hard to kind of focus on one thing, and and that's the kind of trick. Um, you you, you kind of have you kind of have to have a a trained eye to to kind of uh, analyze these these images. You know what I mean? So you know, we could we could get deeper into the images. I guess I don't know if y'all did, did y'all officially start the show or what because uh, I see we only got twenty four in there. I don't like this. I don't like this. <laughs> I opened this so I can't open. Nah, it's, you know. Oh, that's beautiful. We ain't on our channel. We on the real black atheist. So it, it takes a, oh. a, a moment for the for the for the people to get in here. But you know, we already having the conversation. So you know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Why well, you so okay. nice? You're waiting well, we on you, Corey. Well, that's a good, that's a good, um, uh, I think that's a good suggestion. Let's tee up some images. Uh, I'd like to tee some... up that one image uh, because that was, that was, uh, uh, it's two images that, that, that was kind of my favorite images and, and that, that mm -hmm. kind of mattered to, the most to me. And, mm -hmm. and then I want to talk about my, uh, one of my, uh, I guess uh, teachers. I would guess I would say Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, one of his uh, favorite pictures too. We could talk about that one too. Okay, so we've got the one uh, which is the captures of a dying star. Yes, that's my. That's one of my favorites there. Yep. Okay, so let's we'll grab that one. And I think, um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and if you can pull up your camera and pull it up on the screen. So I can see your mouse when, when you do it right, Brendan. I think so. Let me let me share my screen here. Put this in full. Share this. Peace to Thirsty Uno, you know, man. Shout out to you, brother. Uh, I always see you in there, man. Uh, uh, Holmes, my brother Holmes. Peace. Shout outs to you, man. All right. I see we got Q Butter in the in the on the in the chat, man. Let me know if you can see that, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what we're looking at um, it, here, we're looking at two different instruments on the same uh, observatory, right? On, on the James Webb, which is an observatory. Some people call it a telescope, but th this is more of an observatory, right? Um, the, the, image, the image on the left uh would be your near infrared image right that's that's your near, that's a near infrared image the the image to your to your right is the medium infrared image and this is what sets sets uh the uh James Webb apart from uh past uh observatories like like Hubble and and other ones like that right They've actually got a, um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, 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 Anthony brought it up yesterday. Uh, one is it's an observatory in Hawaii who actually uses those same type of mirrors um, 
and, and some of the same type of technology that the James Webb uses. The, the, the difference is the James Webb is in the Lagrange two point, which allows the temperature of that 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 uh, observatory to reach temperatures uh, lower than negative uh, 300 degrees. And, and you got to imagine um, uh, absolute zero, which is the average temperature of outer space, right? Um, is negative 200 degrees. So this thing is way out there, way out there. But I want to get back to the image though, right? So let's look at the image on the right. This is the, that, that the image on the right is, is the, the image that to me in my, in my, in my, is, is my, my opinion is the most significant, right? Because if you look, um, and, and, and Hubble has taken this same picture. Hubble's taken the same exact picture, right? But if you look at this, this is a star that's about the size of our star, about the size of the sun, right? Which is, 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 is this is a dying star. This is the star emitting the last of its radiation, right? And, and you can see in this image that this is a binary system. And, and if you look closely, you can see the white dwarf that's the, that's the remnant of this star that's dying. And you can see the companion star back there, which will uh, eventually go, uh, it, it won't go supernova, but it will uh, turn into this red giant stage, which, which this, this, that's what this star, that's what this image is. It's a star in the stage of a red giant where its core um, has has used up all of its is is uh, all of its fuel, its nuclear fuel, and all you have left is the remnants of the star, which is that neutron star, right? That white dwarf, right? And 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 so this is basically uh, how our star is going to end up. This is the death. This is the final fate of of our sun. Um, so that's the significance of this. We actually get to see um what it looks like um when our star is gonna um once it once it reaches the stage of the the uh the red giant stage right so yeah this is a dying star i wanted to bring some clarity because i think it was a little bit of confusion yesterday when i when i uh when i listened back to the show but what's interesting to me in this picture um brendan Mm -hmm. If you could take your mouse to the to the image on the on, this would be the image on your right, right, right okay. there, Let, up there. You see where where kind of the cloud kind of spikes in the blue right there. Yep, I see that. This is very interesting to me, right? And 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 this is where where I start to try to use my own knowledge at, right? So don't take none of the don't take none of this to the bank. But I'm guessing here, right? And this is from prior knowledge and understanding of how things work, right? I'm thinking there's another um, star nearby, right? That has to be the size of. Since it's not in the in the image here, since, since they couldn't capture this star, this, this uh, proverbial star or this uh, hy hypothetical star that I'm talking about. I'm, I'm going to guess since this star was not captured in this image, there has to be a star nearby cannibalizing that, um, th th that material there, um, pulling it that way 
um, that's probably the size of maybe like the the the, the Beetlejuice or um, Canis Majoris. And, and these stars are like a hundred times, a thousand times uh, bigger than bigger than our sun, right? But I say this because why I, I, the question arise here when you look at this image, right? Lots of questions arise, but the first question that I that I ask is, why does that spike like that? What is causing that to spike like that? But really, when, if you look you, at if you look at the entire image, it looks elongated. Yes, yes, yeah. <clears throat> so, so yeah, and it just makes you ask that question, and then you know how stars, bigger stars, cannibalize the material from smaller stars that have either reached the uh, uh, the uh, red giant stage or uh, the supernova uh, uh, event, right? So that, that, that's kind of how things behave. So I'm, I'm kind of guessing there, but, you know, and, and I could be wrong there, but this is just some of some of my, my guessing there. And, and I thought that was real interesting. This is one of my favorite images, right? But we can go to the next image, though, uh, uh, Brendan. I just wanted to bring some clarity. And also, like I said, you can see the, the companion star in, in the background. The Hubble could not pick up the, the companion star um, uh, uh, in the background there, so... All right, what's the second image that you wanted to see? Um, um, give me a hint. The, I'm, ju I'm just using Google just to pull the, pull those up. It, actually, it's the image on my on my. Um, it's the uh, the okay. image that's on my avatar actually, and that's called the uh, Carina. The, nebula. Uh, yeah, the, the Carina Nebula. Yes, yeah, the Carina Nebula, but they call it the uh, cliffs, the cliffs of the cliffs of life, right? The cliffs of of uh, creation. Right. And I think Hubble had one called the Pillars of Creation. Yes, 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 yes. They they did. Oh, that's yeah, a very yes, yes. I remember image. that that's one. That's a very yeah. popular image there, Chef. Right, yeah. yeah, I think I found a really good image of this one. My absolute favorite. Right. So this the Pillars the, of Life, that's your favorite one. Is this one? Yeah, I, I like want to put that on my wall. Just yeah, like, that's that's a, that's a everybody, everybody loves that. This right. is this image that Brendan has up now is actually my number one favorite image I've ever seen in my life. Like this right. is this is better than the the image that I when when we show the uh, the expansion. Y'all know that my other favorite picture when you show the 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 the, the expansion and the fabric of the universe. Actually, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It that actually shows like kind of a recreation of the the Big Bang, I guess, uh, illustration. So that's one of my favorite, but this here takes the cake, right? Um, so Brendan, I don't know if you can zoom in, right? But what I want you to do before you zoom in, I want you to take your cursor, right? And I want you to go down to the left bottom corner right there, in that area right there. I want you to stay right in this area right here. This is a very, very important area, right? And I don't know if you can zoom in, but I'm going to I'm going to talk about some other things before we actually get into this, get into that area. But that's the main area I want to talk about. But um, before you zoom in, just I just wanted to see if you could. Zoom. But before you zoom in. Right. I want to make some things clear. I want to train our eyes because you kind of got to get your eyes trained to understand what you look at. Because this is this is this image is so much going on in this image is going to take. 20 years to actually analyze this thing properly, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you see in the middle, 
first of all, let's 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 talk about the obvious things, right? So you see those bright stars with the spikes on them, right? Everybody sees those, right? Mm-hmm. Put those out of the picture. Those don't matter. What what we're doing here are we're looking past those. We're we're not looking at those stars. Those stars are stars that are closer to us, mm-hmm. and we're looking right. past those stars, right? So that's why you see those bright uh the the spikes come off of them, right we're, we're looking actually past them, right and i want to bring you to kind of like the center like the 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 peak the peak mountain right right the the tallest part of it right from the bottom to the top of that right y- y'all have to understand you're talking about seven light years <laughs> imagine that that's crazy Imagine that, y'all. I mean, the peak from the top to the bottom, the peak part is seven light years. That's ha- I mean, I don't even know like what to say behind that. I think you just dropped the mic after saying that, right? I don't think really we need to even elaborate on the significance of that, right? So anyway, so now that you, we kind of you're got talking our about eyes, on the left hand side. R- Right, maybe I don't You're know. I can't. If he, he zoomed in too too much, no, no, to he really... not. This is the actual huh? size yeah, of the picture. The okay, size. yeah, yeah. On the left hand, the peak, the tall, the peak part. Yeah, okay, the tallest part. You okay. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so now let's go to the part that I want to zoom in on because this is the this is the interesting part here. This is this is this is what they're looking at, right? So what we're looking at, yes, yes, that's great. Uh, Brendan, that's great. So what we're looking at, right, is early stars in this in this in this area here. You see, kind of it clears out a little bit. The dust the dust kind of clears. It gets thin in that area, right? Mm-hmm. So so what we're looking at is interstellar winds, right? <laughs> from from uh, stars not only being born but also the earliest biggest stars of the unit that's ever been created in the universe's history right you know the bigger the star the faster the lifespan right so it, 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 like beetlejuice and all them them people beetlejuice won't live long he's he, he he gonna have a short uh fantastical life right other smaller stars have kind of boring lives like our sun kind of have a boring kind of drawn out life like an eight a eight billion year lifespan, right? These bigger, earlier stars, right, had short lifespans, like two billion years, four billion years. They so big, right? They use up so much fuel and so and and they have so much exciting lives. You know, if if your life is exciting, you don't live long, right? So that's kind of how it is in the cosmos, right? The more exciting the star's life is, the shorter his lifespan is gonna be, right? <laughs> So, so it's kind of like a rock star, right? A pop star. Right? It's, it, it all a pop star. As above, so below, right? <laughs> and it all ties in, right? And that's and 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 also that's what makes us a part of the universe, right? That's what makes us all connected to the universe, like you say, as above, so as below, right? But so you seeing these solar winds and 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 the clear it, it starts to clear out that dust a little bit in there due to the stars being born 
and the stars exploding, those early giant stars exploding, right? Causing this solar wind, right? When you get that solar wind, you get the clumping, right? That you see kind of, when, if Brendan moves his cursor, you see that bright star in the area where I'm talking about, right? Now you move your cursor further to the uh, right there a little bit there, Brendan, and you see it clumpy. You see it get, the cloud gets more dense and clumpy right there in that area. A little further over, Brendan, a little further, yeah, in that area right there. You see how that, though, you see how that big giant star in the middle is emitting light, right? That's close to us, right? So it's emitting light right there, but it's nowhere near what we're looking at. It's nowhere near that whole the hole in the middle where you see the clarity where the dust kind of cleared out at, right? But what this, the solar wind causes is those, those that dust cloud to clump up together. And this causes more starbursts. It's like a chain reaction there. So this is, this is creation, what we're seeing here. That, this is why this is my favorite picture because chances are we're looking so, this is, um, this is, uh, I think they said this was um, about uh, a couple hundred thousand light. I think it was 200,000 light years away, this particular nebula right here, right? And which is, I, I'd hate to say in our neighborhood, but cosmically speaking, this thing ain't way out nowhere, right? So it's the chances of a nebula being this big and grandiose in size and having this much starburst in it, it's a big chance that our this is the cause of our solar system. This The atoms, the dust, the particles, the photons and everything in that, in that cloud could be the, the, the very makings of, of not only our solar system, not only um, the planet earth but us us as people you see what i'm saying these nebula clouds here are the building blocks to stars to solar systems the solar the sun has to go supernova and over in, in order to get the material that that it takes to build a human being right so this is this is why this is so significant to to, to me but Brendan, you can bring up some more images. I, I wanted to just hone in really, if y'all want to say something or ask any questions about this image. I, I mean, like I said, it's going to take, they're going to analyze this, this image for 20 years. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be one of the images that takes a while to actually analyze because there's so much going on in there. And this image is going to actually tell us so much about the universe that we live in now. You know what I mean? Now, Cor, I do, I do have a quick question. What mm -hmm. type of material is mm -hmm. this this huge dust it, it's mostly It's mostly hydrogen and helium, right? The majority of that is hydrogen and helium, right? But, but now, but with, with, with stars being born and, and stars going supernova they within that, you elements. have heavier elements mm -hmm. mixed in that too, right? So you have stardust, stardust mixed in that also, right? But the majority of it is hydrogen and helium. Yes, right. That, but and, that and it's in an infrared this is spectrum. fueling star formation, right? So that would make sense, right? Right, absolutely. It's the gases, the early gases um, and dust that that we talk about when they talk about early, the primordial early gases and dust. They're talking about hydrogen and helium, 
and the early stars that went supernova to kind of make that soup, that 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 life soup, that 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 uh, galactic soup, I guess you would say. You know what I mean? Because you know, obviously, there's no galaxies early on. You know, they they had to form later on. You know, a a, a few billion uh, or I w maybe a couple million, couple hundred million years. You know, after the Big Bang, I guess you would say. You know what I mean? Well, we was already having galaxies a couple hundred thousand, hundred million years after the. Mm -hmm. uh, the, Absolutely, um, the yeah. Big Bang, and, and that's amazing in itself, um, because mm -hmm. with the James Webb, you know, some of the most distant galaxies that it picked up is is coming from a few hundred thousand, I mean, hundred million uh, years after the uh, the Big Bang. So, yeah, we um, look at when you look at the one image. So, Brennan, Brennan, you go to go to Neil's favorite image. Go to go to, go to Neil's favorite image. Cause this is this was gonna tie into what Shepard says. Okay, what do they call it? Oh God, um, it's the original picture, the first picture, the first original. Um, was it's it? It's got the smudges of the the galaxies. Like it's it's the bigger picture, I guess. Okay, it wasn't the picture we were looking at earlier, right? Was that something different? Not. We haven't looked at it today. No. Okay. Hold on, let me see if I can pull it up. If anybody it else the, pulls it up, it was the very first image that came in the the clarity that we see today was the very first image. Okay. Oh, so okay, okay. Be. I know what you mean. This the one with all the galaxies. Yeah. And yes. 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 That's Neil's favorite. S M A C S. Yeah. Okay. S M A C S. And, and, and Neil, there, and the image that Brendan's about to pull up is going to take them another twenty some odd years to analyze. Neil deGrasse Tyson even said it, like, "Yo, we, we, I mean, it's so much going on in here. It's going to take us years to analyze this." You know, so Let's see here. Uh, actually, and 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 in this image, um, you'll see one of Einstein's predictions come to fruition. Yes, this is the image right here. Right. So what did you just say again, Sheffron? I, I went on a tangent there. I forgot what you said. Um no, uh SM whatever it's called. SM. Right. No, no, I'm saying like we'll, we'll, you you added on to what I said I a few seconds ago. Hold on. You said that were that, that's what you said. Yeah, go ahead and pull that back up though, Brandon. But you said there was galaxies. Um Early on in, in the first few hundred million years, um, after the um, big bang, after the big bang, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that image, uh, if Brendan brings it back up, Hold on, uh, that image demonstrates that, right? Um, it, it's so much going on in that image. Uh, like I said, uh, one of Einstein's predictions, uh, came to fruition in that image, too. So, you know. Right. So if you look, um, you probably have to make it a slightly bigger. I don't. I, it's okay because I know what it looks like, but that's fine. So again, I, I want to point out the the stars with the points on, right? With the with, with all the points, those are stars just right here. What we're doing, we're looking past those, right? So train your eye off of those. That's not the significant thing, though. It's the the brightest thing on the page, right? but it's not what we're actually looking at, right? If if Brendan scrolls up just a bit here, 
if you scroll the no no the other direction really, the other direction yep up a little bit more uh as far as this one goes oh that's as far as that one goes okay mm -hmm. so if you take your mouse down if you look at that bright star that's red that's kind of in the middle of the page kind of towards the bottom yes that one right there now you take your mouse and you kind of go diagonal to down to the left a little bit this is kind of what we're looking at this this area is that's the area that we're trying to see here now i want to tell y'all some of these images are double some of these images you're seeing twice right and, and and also you can see some of the galaxies that are smudged, right? That are elongated, right? And Einstein predicted this. Like when you when you're looking at when you're peering into space, and 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 you you're you're looking at a certain area, you'll see the the light, the photons start to bend with with the space time fabric, right? you'll see that light starts to be in from the influence of these galaxies and, 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 and uh, these supermassive stars. And, you know, you got supermassive black holes, you know, all of these things that have this intense uh, gravitational pools, uh, gravitational field, right? But, but, but this image here, right, it, what Sheffron was saying is you're looking back 13 point some odd billion years in this image. And, 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 and you see formations of galaxies already. I mean, I don't know if Brendan can zoom in, but you can see like perfect, perfect spiral galaxies in there. You know what I mean? And, and uh, globular galaxies. And, um, you know, like I can point to the one right here on the, on the left-hand side, clear to clear to the other side basically on the same longitudinal line as the, uh, the, that star right there. If you scroll all the way there, all the way over, 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 bam, right there. You see that spiral galaxy right there? That's perfect. And you know how far away that thing is? I mean, the, the, the clarity of that right there. And, and you're talking 13 point some odd billion light years away. 13 point some odd billion years ago, you know, I mean, th th that right there is spectacular. And like, like Sheffron said, you, you, this is the proof. I don't have to tell y'all. Y'all ain't got to believe a word I'm saying. You can look right at it. Galaxies had been formed within the first few hundred, uh, a few million years after the, um, after the Big Bang, right? And Einstein predicted this, but he also predicted the the distortion, the, the how how you would see the the uh, the bending of light and all of that, right? He predicted all of this in this picture. Einstein hadn't he had no uh, no James Webb uh, telescope, right? But his but the this is what real science does, right? It produces byproducts, and they built this based off of the, 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 the equations of past uh, physicists and theoretical physicists, right? I also want to add, there's no business uh, aspect to this. Like, there's nothing they're going to gain financially from this. The only thing you're going to gain from this is more knowledge about the universe. That's what the significance of this is to me. It takes a lot 
to get people to spend this kind of money on nothing, on no return. You're getting no return out of this. The only thing you're going to do is get knowledge to further the scientific field. I mean, that that's a return to me, right? But to everyday people, like people, like, you know what I mean? I'll I, I give you $200. I at least want, want a pair of sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, niggas well, want well, think of it this way. what they need. They want to return. You know what well, I mean? Well, th think of it this way. One of the very first steps in the scientific method is observation. Mm -hmm. Right? And yep. this, is, this is a major tool for new observation. Right. And, and, and as a subsequent, you know, what you would say, a byproduct of this observation is going to be new hypotheses. Right. New things for us to test and question. Right. And yep. out of that, that testing and questioning. Right. We get, you know, those are, you know, the, the, the things, the actual tangibles that we would end up seeing. Right. That comes from this. Right. So so with this just being a new tool. Right. Up in which we do observation. That's the value of it. That's the real value. This is we, we haven't observed the universe, the universe in this fashion uh, to this date. No. And, and, the, and the other thing is, like, right. So these images. Right. I, this is what I want to say about these images, because somebody might ask. And, and I and and it's a great question. And, and I wish somebody would ask, but I'm going to answer it. Just I'm going to ask the question for him. Is this image, right? You see these images, the beautiful, um, the Carina Nebula that we looked at and, and, and all of these other images that we're looking at. Are these images the real images or did they have to bring these back and, and, and kind of do the overlay thing that they used to have to do, right? So what I'm going to say is these are actual images, right? This is actually, if your eyes, if your eyes could see infrared this is what you would see mm -hmm. this is what you would see if you're the only thing is you can't see this so what the what the james webb does is it translate this back to us in the rbg the red blue and green right that we see the the the, the spectrum that we see through you know your eyes have the the three the red blue and green right and then they combine to make one color to give you the image that you see right in, in real life or it, that the picture gives you in your brain or however that works, right? I'm not a biologist, but, right? But um, this is, you know, you wouldn't see this with, with your eyes because your eyes are not capable of seeing an infrared, right? But what the James Webb does is it translate that infrared picture immediately back to us, right? In the RBG, in the red, blue, and the green spectrum right it translates it right back to us in that so yes this is there's no modifications to it right if your eyes i'm gonna say this again if your eyes could see infrared that is what you would be looking at when you look out into the cosmos so yeah you know i i uh i wanted to just touch on that a little bit um and also also, uh, Sheffron said it yesterday, and I think uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, Anthony said it too. That if if this image right here, right, if if we're looking, uh, if we take a grain of sand and stretch it out at arm's length, the 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 amount of sky that that grain of sand takes up is the amount of sky that you're looking at on that page. That's how much detail. 
that this telescope has given us. That's crazy. That's how much detail it is, right? So look, take a grain of salt or a grain of sand, raise it up at arm's length, and look how much sky that takes up. Look, imagine how much sky that takes up, right? The, the, how much sky that blocks out. That piece of grain of sand, how much of the sky is that grain of sand blocking your eye from seeing, right? Not very much. You, you're pretty much seeing all of the motherfucker, right? <laughs> so that grain of sand ain't blocking out a whole lot. But that's what this image is looking at. That's the enhancement of that image. It, it, that's the enhancement that the James Webb uh, is capable of, right? And then I also wanted to let y'all know, like th this image here and then the image that we looked at last, the Carina Nebula, right? These are on two total different sides of the fucking visible universe, yo. Are y'all hearing me here, bro? This image, I'm going to say this slowly. This image right here that you're looking at and the image that we looked at before, which was the Carina Nebula, right? They are on two total different sides of the fucking visible universe, bro. I maybe that's not amazing to y'all or nothing, but that <laughs> shit right there is mind blowing to me. That's mind blowing to me, bro. It's it's crazy, but you know I I don't know. We can bring up another image. Uh, these are the three images that I've uh, really really had the time to really get into and, and really analyze. I like all the they actually brought up some new images today. Um, if y'all, I don't know if y'all can go in. I'm sure Google has updated it or whatever, but y'all can see some of the new images. They're actually beautiful too, but none of them are um, comparable in my opinion. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson might fight me on this, but none of the images are comparable to the Carina Nebula, right? The cliffs of, of creation, right? That, that I mean, it, I'm speechless when it, when it comes to that. But, you know, that, that's all I had as far as that. I mean, y'all can ask a question. We can we can go in. I mean, somebody might want to say something and might trigger me to, to go into something else or whatever, you know. Yeah, I'll see if I can pull up some additional um, images, the ones that just that were just released while you guys do that. So I'll yeah. just peruse. I'll peruse the Internet, see if I can find some additional stuff. I I did see the um, the one of Jupiter, right? Oh Which yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. That was, right. that were was you guys really looking at that one? You, were you guys looking at that one last night? Yeah, I saw that one. I saw that one earlier today. Well, I I wasn't really looking at it. I was listening to uh, Lawrence Krauss have a discussion with uh, a couple guys on this podcast about it earlier today. Um, that was that was very interesting. Um, I wanted to say though. This James Webb is so versatile, right? When they put it in the air, they didn't, and they still to this day don't know everything that they can get out of it, right? So it was not initially the objective to actually look for exoplanets. But now when they see how this thing works and the clarity and the capabilities, right? Now exoplanet uh, search and planets in the in the Goldilocks or habitable zone, right? 
that's uh, a top priority now in this in using this James Webb. So, you know, as, as time goes on, um, the utilization of this observatory will become broader too. You know, it'll, it'll be used for for different things than than what they initially um, try to do. But Jupiter, man, that's that's beautiful right there. That is that is now. That is what is nice. what is that in the background? Is that the sun or what is that? That is one of its moons there. Oh, right? okay. Or I believe it's one of it. Might it could be the sun. It might be the sun. It, it, it seems like there's a star in the back of it, but something in the in the front, which may be a moon, right? I'm not yeah, sure. that's what yeah. I was thinking. Is mm -hmm. you talking about that star? Yeah, that's the sun. Okay, right. that in front of it, yeah, is that's one of the moon. moons. So yeah, we're yeah. we're basically looking at a uh, a mm -hmm. lunar eclipse. <laughs> Or basically, right? And so, also, yeah, that's basically a lunar eclipse, right? <laughs> um, it's crazy, right? Because, and yeah, that lunar eclipse is minuscule to you know when you put it in front of Jupiter because how big it is. <laughs> but that the the storm on Jupiter right there, I guess to the to the uh, right of that plant that uh, moon there, you you see there uh, the. Uh, the eye, I guess, or the right. storm of Jupiter. Um, you can fit the planet Earth right there. I mean, that's pretty daunting also. Like, the planet Earth can fit right in that in that storm. Bam, right there. So, that's that's pretty, that's, that tells you how big Jupiter is. Jupiter is our, uh, our protector, right? Jupiter protects us. Jupiter is why Earth was able to develop life. Why Earth was able to sustain life, right? Why we, why we're here looking at these images right now? Without Jupiter, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be here. It wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to do any of this without Jupiter, right? Because all of the loose things that come into our solar system is snatched up by the, by the influence of Jupiter's gravity. Jupiter keeps those large objects. Um, from from hitting our planet so that's our guardian angel in the sky that's our soldier you know what i mean he take care of dirty work for us so everybody needs to appreciate jupiter jupiter is is that's the soldier. why he was a that's why he was a god in, to the greeks is that you what know, is that what it is why what was his what no, was jupiter's role in in the greek mythology what was his role actually he was the son but I'm just fucking around. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know. You know, I thought maybe he has some type of protector role or something in, in Greek mythology. Yeah, Which he, it was the sun. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, the so, Greeks didn't know shit either. It, just like the Dogon <laughs> did, right? So, you know what I mean? Like, we're not playing that game, right? <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, that just proves, like, yeah. Stone Age um, traditions are just that, you know, Stone Age traditions, right? But that's a that's a great image there. Uh, well, whatever. But I, I did, I did that did remind me that um, about the exoplanets, um, how they're how that's kind of a new task or a task that wasn't originally assigned uh, to the James Webb is the uh, search for the exoplanets or planets in the Goldilocks zone. You know, exoplanet is a planet outside of our solar system, right? 
but it's specifically they want to look for the exoplanets that are in the Goldilocks zone or the habitable zone, right? Being a certain distance from, from their sun, depending on the size, like so the smaller planets or the smaller suns, like our sun is kind of like a smaller sun. You want to be at least, you know, 90, 100, a million miles away from there. That's you're within a habitable zone, right? But if you get into a, uh, a star that's, you know, 100 times the size of Earth, you know, the habitable zone and that will, be, will be much greater. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. And, and another thing about that is uh, another thing about the uh, about the the, the the habitable zone or mm-hmm. planets, a lot of them that they're finding um, Earth, Earth is, is very particular, you know, um, because of uh, the moon. And, and the wobble of the earth, like we, our whole planet gets sunlight, right? A lot of planets that they're finding that's in the Goldilocks zone, they don't have the right tilt to it, right? right. Um, and, you know, it's only one side is always facing the planet, so the other side be frozen, right? Yep. So those things create issues. So the more and more you, you, you know, you look at these um, other planets, you, you, recognize you know the complexity mm-hmm. of the different things that had to take place in order for earth to be so habitable absolutely for, 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 for our forms of life anyway absolutely know? yeah I, and 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 that that brings up my theory and i i don't think i've really discussed this theory but as far as uh extraterrestrial or, or alien life I, and this is just an opinion I'm, I'm going to go and I'm saying I'm going out on the limb. I don't think you're going to get to a point where you got like a cow, you know, or, or or a bird or, or you know, things of that complexity. What you're going to get is a, an extremophile, I think. Now, maybe these extremophiles live so long that they can grow to the size of maybe a dinosaur or, or, or something like that. But um I think all life or not, I'm not, not, let me not say all life. Let me say the majority of life, if we found life, right, let's say we started to get the tools where we can just start to find life. Right. I'm going to say the majority of it would be extremophiles. And an extremophile is a, is a life form that it lives in extreme conditions. You got certain life forms that can thrive in methane gas, um they can thrive in acidic uh places very extreme heat very extreme cold you know uh, uh very extreme pressures um you know you got these microorganisms that live so far down in the earth where the pressure of the earth is so extreme that they have to adapt to 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 be in that uh, environment right so you have these different types of extremophile you got you have microbial life that lives inside of active volcanoes. You know what I mean? So they, they have adapted to live in that type of environment, even with the noxious gases like sulfur and, 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 and other, other noxious gases that, that are emitted from, from within the Earth's core. Um, down inside the oceans, you have those geysers that, that, that bring up all of that raw material that would probably kill you on 
on contact, right? But these extremophiles, they thrive in that, right? And that's the life. And 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 I, I would I would consider I would gamble that that would be the majority uh, uh, of life form out in the universe, right? Because of what Shepherd said, our planet, you know, is it, so many things that 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 had to the, the position that it's in, um, the seasons, the Earth's tilt, right? You have Jupiter there. You know what I mean? Like all. Um, uh, Thea had to give us that glancing blow, you know, it would set us on that, which helped us sit the way that we're sitting, right? You know that we were hit by another planet, right? A planet that's kind of the size of Mars had already hit us. That's how we got our moon, right? The moon is nothing but the leftover remnants of the Earth's crust from that. It wasn't, Mar it wasn't Mars? No, it was not Mars. It was Thea. They call it Thea. Uh, right. And uh, Thea hit us. Right. Uh, and Thea was vaporized. Right. Thea no longer exists. But it came back and it coalesced and uh, Earth absorbed some of Thea's material. Um, the moon did. And some of it got flung out into outer space and other planets. It, some of it hit Mars. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of material that 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 we share here in this in the closer solar system or whatever. But that's how the moon was created, by a glancing blow from another planet that they call Thea. Yeah. I'm going to show another image. I don't know if you guys actually took a look at this one, but, but this image looks pretty interesting. Let's see here. You know you guys see this. Oh yes, that was, that's a that's a good image too. Um, would I don't know if you want to do elaborate or you want me to elaborate on that, Brendan, or whatever. Yeah, if, yeah. If you can, uh, kind of, because we want to give the, yeah. the audience just a bit of context here. Right? So, what, so what we're seeing here is they call it the quintet. Uh, is that five? Is quintet five? I don't know. <laughs> yep, it's uh, a yeah. quintet. Yep. Yeah, it's the quintet, right? This is five galaxies. Um, uh, dancing around each other. Uh, potentially, uh, in the future, these big galaxies are going to merge. If we look at the two brighter ones, the brighter points right there, those are actually galaxies that are in the midst of, of merging together. So these are two galaxies of our merging. But this is so significant. This is, this is, this is uh, one of, I I'm going to say this is probably my third favorite image right here because if you look at that bright image right though this this these two galaxies are merging together right but the brightness that you see is the dust and the stuff that's getting caught up by the event horizon of the supermassive black holes that are in the center of both of those galaxies so this is another prediction that we 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 that's come to fruition. Like we know there's supermassive black holes in the center of these galaxies, right? Because we can see how the 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 burning of the 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 leftover remnants of you know when a when a when a black hole starts to uh, gobble up this this material, it ionizes. These particles become ionized, right? And, and this is the radiation, this is the light that you're, this is what's 
giving off that bright light that you can see, right? Which is amazing, right? This is this is amazing, right? Right. And, and I've I've seen simulations. I've seen mathematical simulations of this, but this is the mm-hmm. first time I've actually seen a stellar image of mm-hmm. of, gal- of galaxies actually interacting in this way. So it's yes. very, it is a very interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 real. It's real. This is uh, it's great. It's great. And um, yeah. So this is this is a, a really good picture. This is a I, it's you gonna they're gonna learn a lot. Um, they're gonna learn a lot about galaxies and how they interact um, from analyzing this picture right here. They they they're gonna uh, learn an awful lot from analyzing this picture, and that's the main thing. Um, People say, well, uh, you know, it, it, those images like they, uh, Hubble took the same kind of pictures. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, in, I'm not impressed, right? And I get you. I, you know, I, I understand where you're coming from if you say that, right? Um, not that you're right, but I do understand what you're saying when you say that, right? The 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 point of this is, and what Brendan said is, this gives us the next question we've already asked the questions that we can ask we kind of hitting the wall here right this these images are going to give us the new questions to ask and that's what's exciting about science not the answers the answers is fine they they, they have their moment you know you get the answer you have a day of, of celebration like when they found the higgs boson but like who gives a fuck at this point now about the higgs boson right it, the excitement Watch with it, the search. <laughs> no, no I'm, no. I'm still I'm still rooting for my particle physicists over here in the corner, right? We're, right. we're gonna have our day in the sun again. <laughs> right. It's coming, Corey. September, <laughs> September, we're back in business, baby. September, we're back in business. Mm-hmm. But, but the excitement of that, though, the excitement of the Higgs boson was the search, right? It was the search. Now that we found it. How many people are so excited about the Higgs boson, right? So that's the thing. That's the thing. This is what this. What's next? Yes, this is what this this these images are going to give us. These are going to give us the next questions to ask, the next search, the next endeavor, the next frontier. These are what these pictures are going to give us, right? So that's the significance. Um, if if anybody wants to know. With this and two, like Hubble, like Hubble would have took you a month to get these back, right? To get these pictures back in the visible way that you're seeing them now, right? It would have took a month, right? These it take a couple hours. Like they get the they get the image, right? Um, well, James Webb gets captures the image, right? It sends it back. It transforms, it transfers it into the RBG, right? And bam, that's what you got. I mean, it take like 12 hours to get an image like that. That's the significance of James Webb. Like when it would have took a month for Hubble to do this, James Webb does this in 12 hours. So, you know what I mean? That's, and, and he gives you two tools. He gives you near infrared and he gives you medium infrared. That's, I, I mean, a lot of people may say, "Why, bro? That don't. What does that mean? You know that? What's the thing there?" Let me tell you, that's mind blowing when it comes to to um, the field of astrophysics and the field of astronomy, just all together. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
but that's a that's a good image. Like, like I say, that those peace, are uh, peace, brother Anthony. After so, uh, brother Anthony just joined us. All right. Oh, what's up, man? What's up? Right, what's, what's happening? Peace, peace. What's happening? Everybody doing okay? No doubt, man. Hey, appreciate that. Appreciate having you on here. That way, I can, uh, you know, I, I I don't I don't have to have, have a weight on my shoulders. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We, you can you can carry some of the yeah. weight for me. Uh, we had a pretty good show last night, man. Definitely, yeah, man. Definitely. I was Both mad. Uh, yeah, Shepard will tell you, man, I was upset, man, that I didn't uh, get to get to join in on that one, man. That was a good conversation you had last night. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was pretty good show. Look at this. Hey, but this is what we've been waiting for, ain't it, Corey? Definitely. Definitely, man. This is uh this is what it's all about. Like I said, these are I can't wait for the questions to arrive, man. I, the, the questions, the um, the hypotheses, you know, uh, the inquiries, you know, the arguments. You know, you already know Lawrence Krauss gonna get in an argument with somebody about this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I can't wait. You know, I'm 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 waiting on him getting to get into an argument with somebody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> This is oh, gonna yeah. be it, you know. This is this is uh this is what what uh what science is all about, man. It's about developing the questions. You know, mm -hmm. people think science gives you the answers, right? Science mm -hmm. develops the questions, right? That's what science does. It it, it develops the real questions, the question that's gonna get you to the right answer, right? You have to have a right question first. Um uh, 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 I was listening to uh, Bill Nye, the Science Guy, one of my one one of my favorite guys since since childhood, right? Um, he was having this discussion with one of the news. I don't know if it was CBS or one of those news anchors or whatever. But she she asked a question. Um, she said, uh, she said, so you saying these images are thirteen point some odd billion years? So these happen, these things happen then. So today, these things are not there, right? That was a question. And it was a great question. I appreciated the question, right? But what I appreciated more was the way he answered it or, or his lack of an answer, should I say, right? Because that's a gray area, right? I, I, it, it is, you know, the thing is, that image, that image is happening and to us because we seeing the image happen in real time. When you look, when you're looking in the James Webb telescope, right, those photons just happen to take that long to reach the James Webb, right? It took 13 point some odd billion years for those photons to reach that. So that event is actually happening, I guess. <laughs> let me let me just put it. Let me just put it like this: the way that uh, Bill Nye answered that question is basically he don't know. He he was like, "Well, I, that's a funny question because I." And he, what he said was, "I don't really know if that is actual uh, actual qualified question." I don't even know if that's a meaningful question. That's what he said. 
He don't even know if that was a meaningful question, right? That's the interesting part about science, right? Is we don't know. You, you, you know, people want to want these, these absolute answers, right? But let me tell you, and I, and I say this a lot, um, uh, especially in, in our iPhones. You can't dream, you can't imagine, you can't make up nothing more spectacular than reality. Your imagination is nowhere near as spectacular as reality is. You can dream of unicorns and, 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 and whatever else. Jesus, I don't give a damn what you try to conjure up in your brain, right? Your brain cannot fathom the, the, the awesomeness, uh, the 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 craziness, um, the unimaginableness of the universe, right? You, you can't make up the spectacularness of the universe in your brain, right? And you know so, what? Just to piggyback on that, I want to show ahead. you guys the one of the most miraculous pictures that came out of the 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 James Webb. Um, portfolio. I'm going to show but you it's your face. So you're showing right, your exactly. face. I'm getting ready to show you guys, <laughs> you know, one of the one of the craziest, wildest images of the cosmos. I'm telling you this this James Webb. <laughs> the Anunnaki. <laughs> Family, this is what we did not find. <laughs> right. We, we did not find the Anunnaki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we did not. We did not. It's a pretty big We can no, name things, the, the the hand of God, like um, I think uh, Julanda brought up the pillars, the pillars of life. Some people refer to that as like the hand of God, right, or whatever. But we can name things that, right? But really, we know what they really are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, that is what we did not find. Yeah. I, I see people, Banger, Bobby Banger, out there in the audience. What up? He's talking black African power, right? <laughs> All right? I see, I see him in the chat. We ain't gonna get into the second half of the show yet. I'm just gonna let y'all know the second half of the show is gonna be very, very interesting. It's gonna be just as interesting as the first half, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so what are some of your thoughts i was listening to the replay last night um uh brother mm -hmm. anthony um and you were so, sort of kind of describing your uh your excitement right so so what are some of your thoughts man of what's coming out man first first what's uh, your favorite one i want to mm -hmm. know i want to know what your favorite one is anthony well like last night i was telling them that the picture you got Corey, as your uh thumbnail yeah the karina nebula yeah yeah that, that one now man because yeah the, the, the reason why is when you look at that whole picture you see all them stars mm -hmm. it's, you can see the stars with the infrared you can even see the stars within the nebula that's being born that's being created yeah yeah that's yeah. that's that's why i that's my number one favorite too 
I, I wanted to. I, I, you reminded me of something, and I want Brendan to pull that back up. Pull that Karina Nebula back up, real quick. But go ahead. While, while he pull that, go ahead. You wanted uh, Brendan asked you a question. You, he wanted to get some of your thoughts on something real quick. I'll interrupt you. Yeah, that 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 one there. That was my favorite. Yeah. You know, for that reason, because you know, I just it's it's the stars themselves that do it for me. You know. Mm-hmm. It's, I want to get all of these in PowerPoint. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's, it's it, like I say, it's the stars, man. The, the process, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, that's what makes up the galaxies. You know, it's, it's the stars that produce the elements, you know, but it all starts with the nebula, you know. It all starts with that nebula. But, um, yeah, Brendan, if you could, if you could yep, pull that green up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see here, because I for, I left out one thing um, as I'm looking at it on my avatar. I, I'm seeing I left out one thing that was that was very very important too. Absolutely. Okay. Hold on just a sec. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> The last image threw me for a loop, man. It uh, it was so overwhelming. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The Anunnaki, man. Yeah, they got me. (laughs) You You messed up a lot of people with that one, brother. You just Uh, killed well. They're going to kill me on uh, on the clip up for the replay for that one, right? Let's see that. Let's see. <laughs> right. right. They already yeah, gunning man. for me. You know they already gunning for me, uh, Corey. So you, yeah. here we go. Yeah. The, the no, 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 that's, that's the, the that's the. Uh, is this the one? The death of the star. This right? is that's the death. The of, okay, so which one? This one. The, that one. Yeah. That one. The Karina. Yeah. Okay. So can right, you, can you pull it down just a bit, Brennan? Pull it down till you get to like the blue sky, the upper part of it. Okay, right, right here. Yes. Okay. So you see the blue stuff, right? That's coming off of that that nebula, right? Mm-hmm. The blue stuff is ionized particles, ionized gas, right? Charged particles, right? That's get being pulled. This 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 stuff, this material is being pulled up into other stars. Other stars are pulling this material, this ionized particles, and this and it's pulling it in and it's using it as as fuel too, right? As mass, as a part of its mass, right? So um, yeah, right on the very borders, I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the blueness, the blueness, kind of like it looks like almost rain, like right, right, right. Um, but this would be rain going the opposite way, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that blue is what you see in this ionized particles, charged particles, right? Um, which is crazy because. I mean, think. I'm think of the word I'm using here, Brendan. I'm using the word a particle, right? We're talking about particles here, right? We're we're looking at this shit here, Brendan. uh, Brendan. Particles, slow down for a second. We're seeing it here. I mean, a particle. You know how small a particle is. Right. In order to be called a particle in 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 um in science. It's a part of an atom, 
yep. a piece of an atom. That's what qualifies as a particle, right? That's what you're seeing. Yeah. This right. is what you're seeing right. here, Brendan. This right. is and, this, and this type of ionized, this type of ionized gas, which you're seeing, uh -huh. right? Yes. This is what existed at the very, very early stages after the big, big bang. You know, of, of course, yeah. with with more energy and higher densities, but in, in mm -hmm. but, but yeah, this is this is what that ionized energy was before. This is before particles could even form. You had mm -hmm. the, this ionized material. Absolutely. I mean. This is amazing that this thing could zoom in and, and get the clarity. I mean, y'all, I mean, do, do y'all understand the clarity of this thing here? This is it's amazing. It's amazing. And like I said, if your eyes could see infrared, this is what you would see. This is nothing made up. This is not an image that they they painted or or or, or some type of exaggeration or something like that. Get that out of your brain. What you're seeing is what it is for real. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I didn't touch that, but that was a really important uh, a part of that, right? And and that's going to be something that they analyze too. Um, that's going to be a, a a part of the analyzation process, right? You can see it way up here, right? You yeah, can see yeah. that stream. Yeah, that's that stream crazy. of material. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. Yeah, and and you know these are. The, the the stars that are big enough to, to, to uh influence that 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 stream like that they gotta be like
fizzle out basically. It's like, just gonna fade away, you know. Yeah. The, the atmosphere of the sun, I mean, the the all the gases that the the star was producing, and all, it's just they're gonna float away, and that's what's happening. Uh, let me uh, say, <laughs> let me let me explain it this way. So the sun is a very dense object, right? So yeah. the it 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 it, it, the, it will become the size of the density, I guess I would say. So it, it, it'll stretch out and it, it won't, it, you, the density won't be there anymore. You'll just have well, the, 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 the size of it that it would be without the amount of density there, which is swollen. It'll swell up and, and, and look like, look like it is now, I guess you would say. Yeah, I, see, the, the, it, the star itself mm -hmm. has stopped producing any, uh, Energy. energy. Yeah. It's, so the gravity, it, it wasn't massive enough to for the gravity to collapse after the um, the nuclear fusion stopped. So therefore, it's it's just floating away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much. Or you can say it ain't nothing holding. It's not no. holding there. Yeah. So it's floating away. Basically, is exactly what you're saying. It's floating away. Yeah. And that's that's the what what you get when they when they um talk about a planetary nebula. Like I say, it's mm -hmm. it's the star, but it didn't go supernova. I think last night I was saying it was supernova. That was my mistake. Yeah, this, yeah. This I, just, I wanted to add a little clarity to that. Yeah, that's what, and you you was right on. I mean, it was the death of a star. You know what I mean? But you know, it, it just hadn't been supernova. Yeah, it's, it it's it's not a supernova. It wasn't the star wasn't massive enough. Now, when you speaking of a star like Betelgeuse, he's gonna go supernova because he got too much mass. You yeah, know, he's gonna leave a black hole. He's not gonna yeah. leave a white dwarf. He's gonna leave a black uh -uh. hole. Yeah. He, so that just that's another indicator of star size. You know, this is how they die. <laughs> you know, so that that yeah, that's that's you're absolutely right with that one. Uh, you spot on yeah. with that one for. Yeah, definitely, and uh, yeah, and like I said, man, these these images, man, like it's to get the analyzation. You know, they just now getting these images. I mean, they're gonna take these images and dissect them down to the pixel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You talking, you know, two billion pixels or whatever, you know, I'm something crazy like that, right? So they're they going to analyze these fucking images down to the very pixel, right? So I, I can't wait until we till we get these real questions, uh, uh, and and start to uh, get some arguments going. You know, this is this is where where, where the scientific community want to be. They don't want to be where we at now. Where we have most of the answers that we can even, you know, it, it's not very many questions to ask anymore these days, right? And science ain't ain't comfortable when there's not very many questions. Science is only comfortable when there's a scuffle, when there's an uproar, when there's debate, when there's there there's there's a disagreement. That that's when science is at its best. Science. People think, oh, you know, the experts and, and everybody agrees. No, nobody wants to be in that area. Nobody wants to be in the area where there's nothing else to learn. And we have a full understanding of this and that and this and that. Scientists hate that. 
all of the real you can ask you can ask Neil deGrasse Tyson you can you can talk to a uh, 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 Bill Nye the science guy you can talk to people like Lawrence Krauss and old girl Michelle I can't think of her last name but she, she one of the smartest astrophysicists in the world right Michelle Thaler yes absolutely right uh she uh yeah, you ask her, they, they don't want to be in the comfortable space. They, they want to be they want to be in an argument. They want to have some disagreement. They want to be they want to not know. You know, they want to have the questions. They want to debunk the hypothesis. Right. This is the position. And this is what the James Webb will do for the scientific community. And that's why they are so excited, because it's so much work to be done. It's so many more questions to be had. There's so many arguments. and in, de in formal debates and, and the rest of it, like that they're going to have behind it. So, you know, it, it's just a bunch of excitement uh, that's coming to us. And, and, and our kids are going to be, see, this is, this is what, what, what when, I, when I talk about having your kids involved, right? And we, we want our kids to have an understanding because we want our kids to be in that argument. We want them to be a part of that debate. We want them to be the ones to debunk the the crazy hypothesis, right? We want them to be the ones who come up with the crazy hypothesis that people have to therefore argue about and then debunk, right? We want them to be the ones to do all of that, to, 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 to be the ones who fall and to be the ones who get back up and to, to be the ones who accept the Nobel Prizes. And we, we, this is where we want our kids to. We don't need our kids. Um, giving praise to Obatala, right? And 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 and, and uh, 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 Odudu and the rest of the motherfuckers, right? We don't need our kids doing that. We don't need our kids re even reading Doctor Ben books, right? We don't need our kids praying to one of the three hundred Mediterranean niggas out there. I, Jesus, Mohammed, uh, Yahshua, Adam. All of these Mediterranean niggas that you that you niggas that most niggas most people most people on the planet all is on your knees bumping your head up against the ground right you're on your knees bumping your head up against a, a ground to pray to an imaginary friend of some nigga that lived thousands of years ago in the goddamn Mediterranean. In the Middle East, some fucking way. We got to cut that shit out and we got to know that what's important to us, right? We got to know what's on the forefront. We have to be the ones on the frontier, on the, on the, on, on the frontier of knowledge, right? Not just of uh, 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 astrophysics and, and, and the rest of it. The, the frontier of all knowledges, all sciences, including the, the, the medical sciences, right? Uh, the, the the earth sciences you know you have your archaeologies you have your geologies you have your marine uh studies like marine biology uh, it's so much that we haven't learned about the ocean it ain't even funny they say if you if you had a if we had a if the earth was the size of an olympic size swimming pool right the amount of that fucking water that we've explored is like a, a taking a glass of it and dipping it in there and pulling it out we only we only explored a glass full of it, right? So uh, we need to be 
the top marine biologist. You know, when, when they introduced Neil deGrasse Tyson, you know how they how they introduced that man? They say he is the number one top astrophysicist in the world. That's how they introduced that man. The number one top astrophysicist in the world. We want our kids to, to, to follow in his footsteps. We want our kids to emulize, to, to, to look up to him, to, to, to try to be like him, uh, uh, wear those weird-ass vests and ties and shirts that he wears and shit. Not trying to be like a, a, a boosy badass uh, or whoever the rest of these crazy-ass niggas is smoking a joint on TV like ain't nobody never smoked a fucking joint before. You know what I mean? You niggas walking around uh, I got the loud gas and then the, the, I'm smoking and I'm drinking. But niggas been smoking and drinking since fucking time immemorial. Nigga, do something new, nigga. Do Being something a nerd new. It's cool. Right, right. That's what we trying to get to. We trying to get to where Neil is the cool motherfucker. Not this nigga that's high on dope. Can't even goddamn take care of his goddamn kids or read a goddamn sentence in a coherent way, right? Which one of these niggas, Cardi B, and all these stupid ass bitches that these that are daughters and shit, Emmy Live? They want to have a goddamn Michael Kors purse, spend their last couple hundred dollars on a funky ass Louis Vuitton pair of slip-ons or some shit. Crazy, dumb bullshit. That 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 ain't gonna get us. No, it's gonna keep us right in the same place. Uh, uh, it's the white man, the white man's side, the white man laws, the white man in the government, the white man is running NASA, the white man, the white man is. We gotta. It, it, we are never. Is we gonna find ourselves fifty, a hundred years from now, still saying? The white man. If we don't, if we keep allowing the cool thing to be Cardi B and what kind of fucking shoes she got on, right? Yeah. Or how much money you spent on that funky ass bottle of bullshit rot good uh, uh, cognac that you bought at the goddamn club. You, you pay 200. <laughs> the shit is so stupid, y'all. You pay $250 for the same fucking bottle that you go down to the goddamn liquor store and pay $30 for. The shit is mind-boggling to me, right? Oh, I'm popping bottles in the club. Look, look, nigga, I can go down to my basement and go to my fucking bar. I can go out to my garage, right, and go in the refrigerator in my garage and, 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 and pop a bottle on my fucking patio that I built, right? Like, that shit we 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 need to to get our minds in other places besides the white man popping bottles and smoking that bullshit weed that you niggas are smoking right the, the, the weed got dust mites in the shit uh uh it's them bent up somebody's ass crack because they had to, <laughs> to, to to sneak the shit some fucking way right uh 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 Whatever the fuck they done done to get the boot, 
they put they they pouring fentanyl all on the shit nowadays. I heard that the other some kids in my town, right? I don't know if they, I don't know if this is the cool thing or somebody did this yeah. maliciously or what happened, but they pouring fentanyl yeah, yeah, yeah. on it's a killing. goddamn it's killing. weed. And it's killing what? some of these kids. It's killing some what? of these kids. Fentanyl kills. Yeah, but, but, but again, no, on the fucking weed, y'all. Can y'all, this is what our kids is doing here. This is our kids, y'all. Now, y'all, y'all can say, well, it ain't my kid. Listen, this is our goddamn our kids. kids. These are our kids that are going to be taken care of, they're going to be in charge of the world when our asses is old and dried up, right? And we can't even, goddamn it, know our way to the fucking mailbox, right? When Once we to the age where we don't know how to get back home from the goddamn mailbox, our kids is the ones out here pouring fentanyl, the ones that's going to be in charge of the goddamn world, right? They pouring fentanyl on a goddamn weed, and that's cool. That's crazy. What? I can't believe this shit here, right? I can't believe it, right? But like I said, I, I don't went off on a tangent somewhere. I don't know how y'all let me do that. I don't know. How. I, I was trying to I'm, stop you, I'm brother. Blame <laughs> I was trying to stop <laughs> you. But but again, but you're talking the truth. You're, you're telling truth. Um, but 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 again, we we talk about observation, right? And one of the biggest tools, and we and you, you did mention a really really good important point in in what you just said, right? It's like we want our children to be great, right? We want them to be great in the, these realms of science. And one of the biggest challenges when you're talking about you know jumping into these these fields is right. Uh, you can spend years doing research, reading books, all this stuff, just to start asking interesting questions, right, in the realm of science, mm -hmm. right? It takes, you know, with without these types of tools, right, that gives you guys direct observation or gives the scientists direct observation, right, for new for new things, right, it's very hard to ask questions. All right, uh, give you an example. Like, for instance, this is going to put, like, some of these emerging scientists Back back in the, the position where people like Copernicus and Isaac Newton were, where, where they could actually ask questions that hadn't been answered using direct observation. Right. Most of the questions that Copernicus and Newton, right, were, were, were answering, those have been those have been tackled already. Right. This is giving us a new tool for observation to ask those new questions to give your kids an opportunity to be great. Definitely. Like right. I said, you, 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 um, and the parents have to be enthusiasts. They have to be science enthusiasts, right? In order for the, 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 the kids is going to do, you know, my grandfather was always outside. He never, ever, ever wanted to be in the house. Like he would go to work, be outside all day. When he get off of work, he going out to the garage. He going, he not coming in. He going to get, if it, it, as long as it's like summertime, it's nice outside. He going, my grandmother going to take his plate, his dinner plate outside, right? To the garage. He going to eat his plate outside. You know what I'm saying? Like he always wanted to be outside. And that's, I'm the same exact way. I, I don't ever want to go in the house, man. I'm, I'm not an in the house guy at all. Like I'm always outside in the backyard. You can either find me in the backyard or on the patio 
or in the garage, one of the two. You know what I'm saying? When I get off work, the first thing I do, I get my chair, I make me a little cold, a little something, something, you know what I'm saying? I sit on, roll me one up, and I sit in my chair in the garage, right? First thing I do every day, right? And it's because of that's what my grandfather did, right? So we we learn and our kids pick up those same habits, whether they like it or not. It's a lot of things that I say, I swear to God, I sound exactly like my dad. And it's like, oh my God, did I just really say, did I did I say that? I can't believe I said that. I said I would never say that. I would never be the one to say that, right? But here I am saying a lot of the things that my dad said, but because it's because of those things and those those ways that they instill in us and we pick that up. So I said that to say, uh, like what Brendan was saying, if we want our kids to 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 be on the forefront, if, if we want our kids to be the next Neil deGrasse Tyson, right, we have to be uh, scientifically literate. We have to be uh, interested in these 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 new endeavors like the James Webb and, and, and things like that. Like we have to have an understanding about how to read a scientific paper or a journal or an article. Right. Uh, we have to be savvy on all of that uh, um, because it, 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 it allows us to uh, to pass those habits on down. To our kids, uh, uh, I, I, if Sosa was here, he could tell y'all he could go into mirror neurons, right? About the because he he liked the cognitive sciences, right? Sosa will go all the way in about the mirror neurons and how that affects your babies and your kids and, and, and how you pass on those certain habits through the mirror neurons. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Brendan. You want to say something? I think your mic is, uh, your mic, it don't say mute, but it ain't working. <laughs> no, I would, I would just say this, this, no, this is all good commentary in terms of what we're sort of, you know, building off of, right. Um, you know, I, I I'm, I'm listening to you and it's, and I guess, you know, we, we always push scientific literacy here, right. It's always, you know, sort of top of mind for us. Right. And this and I think Unc said this best in one of our back chats. He said that we we had we have these conversations to prime us and our audience for these moments. Right. right. Um, for these moments when we, we we have these scientific breakthroughs. So now we actually we have the backstory. We know we know a little bit about, you know, a, about what a nebula is. We know a little bit about what what a light year is. We know what a parsec is. We know about the expansion of the universe. What are some of the phases uh, of the, uh, the the early evolution of the universe? These are all topics that we've already sort of tackled, so to speak, on the pseudo killers, right? So, right. so when we have these breakthroughs, like for instance, we talk. Uh, Cedric just mentioned we're getting ready to fire up CERN again, right? Who knows what we'll see? They're adding additional power to it, right? When we find these new these new things, these new breakthroughs, we're having this type of conversations that gives us a little bit of back history, the, some backstory, and then we can add color to those conversations, right? Because we're we've all we're already primed and ready ready for those things, and that's what we got to do for our, our kids. That's what you're saying. You have to have your kids primed and ready for these conversations, primed and ready, right, to to enter these fields of study. Right. right. So so that when they when they get to, to, to high school, 
right? And they're 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 emerging and they're 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 taking the first AP sort of level um, uh, mathematics courses. It's like okay, well, yeah, I've already done this before, right? My you know <laughs> either my my dad actually helped me walk through you know, a, a quadratic equation before, or, hey, you know, my, my, my father actually taught me about, you know, the, you know, how, 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 how stellar evolution works, you know, so this isn't, this isn't new to me, right? I'm actually up there at the head of the class, right? So right. that's sort of what we're doing now. We're doing that amongst ourselves, right? But we have to actually, right, move this forward and do this for our kids as well. So I think I'm, I'm right. You're, you're spot on, bro. Right, right, right. Yeah. And, and and also, like, we got to be able to answer those tough because I love kids. Kids ask the best questions, man. Right. They ask the real questions. The kids ask the real questions. Right. They want to know the fucking real answer. Right. And most adults, they 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 bullshit kids. Most of us as adults, we give kids the runaround as if they can't handle what the real truth is, right? But really, it's us that either don't know the truth, uh, can't articulate the truth in the right way, right? Or we just haven't been been learned in the right way. Uh, uh, and there's there's agendas, hidden agendas behind the answers that we give our kids, right? Which which cheats our kids is is dishonest. Is terrible to me. It's, it's borderline child. Uh, uh, to me, right? But the thing is, we have to be able to answer those major questions better than my grandmother. And I and, and I say my grandmother because I don't want to throw nobody else's grandmother under the bus. Now, I love my grandmother, and, and my grandmother never, she never, I, I wouldn't say she lied to me. I, I'd say she tried to answer questions in the best way that she could when I asked her questions, right? But the thing is, she wasn't educated enough to answer those questions. Like, where does rain? Why does it rain? What is the lightning? You know what I'm saying? How did we get here? You know, these these certain questions, you have to be geared enough, right, Brendan? When when your child asks you that question, you have to be literate enough to give them an actual answer, right? The real answer, right? But not just the real answer. You have to be able to articulate it in a way that that child can, to, can digest it. And understand, and then that child regurgitates it back to you in in that in that child's own words, right? I always make all my kids, uh, you know, I got kids from twenty two down to one, right? <laughs> so my seven year old is the one that I deal with the most right now, right? <laughs> I always make her articulate back to me what I've told her. So if she asks me a question, I give her, I explain it to her. I need to know whether she understood what I said because I don't want her to leave me uh, without actually understanding what I told her, right? So I asked her to articulate it back to me. Tell me what I just said to you in your own words, right? That way you know your child actually understands that, right? Understands what you said. So then she can go, she's prepared to go to school with that. She has a grounding. She has a some sort of, yeah, it's not the end all be all. Right. But she has some type of footing to to be able to participate in the conversation on a level where other students may or may not be able to to have that that level. You know what I'm saying? No, that's spot on, because if you take a basic communication class, <clears throat> they tell you to, to do the same thing. Right. If you get a right. question, articulate the question back to the, the person that asked it 
because that that tells that that does two things, right? It, it, it creates a level of empathy. And it also lets the, the person who asked the question, know. I know I understand your question at right, a fundamental absolutely. level. So, yes. yeah, those those are some of the very fundamental sort of uh, when I say fundamental, things that are fundamental aren't 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 easy. Right. No, but, no, no. But those, those are how to, to, to build those communication skills. That's that's spot on, bro. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And and. And and this is that's the bait that we have to have that grounding right in order to get to the next level. The next level is to, to understand how to read scientific papers, you know, uh, uh, how to think in a scientific way, how to ask scientific questions, because m- most questions, <laughs> a lot of questions is like, bro, that that ain't even a qualified question or it's not even a coherent question within the realm of what you know within the f- confines of science or this particular discipline that that we're actually uh discussing here right, that may right. or may not be a valid question right so we, right. we, and, we even, have, and even more challenging how to ask a unique question absolutely how, how do you ask a question that nobody else has asked before mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right yeah. that that is that is the one of the biggest keys when you when you're doing graduate level work Right. How to even ask a unique question is, is what requires you to know everything about everything that we already know. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it requires you to kind of hypothesize in a science it, yeah. in, in a scientific way, not yeah, in, when, in an everyday way. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's based on understanding all the material and saying, wait a minute. But if mm-hmm. X equals Z. But we have over here that Z can also be formed by Y. Then maybe I can do something with X and Y. You know what I mean? But you have to have be fully grounded in the material, and 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 that's why I I, I keep saying, um, two people can go on Google, do a search, but just my ability to ask the right questions is mm. going to put me in a different level of information we we have the same question we have the same idea but just the way or the fact that i have the nuance to ask a very specific question in a very specific way is what allows you to get to answers that get to the correct answers that's a fundamental uh, a part of the whole equation however to get to that there requires a fundamental grounding in whatever subject it is that you're entertaining. For example, when I heard mRNA, and 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 we're going to use the body to produce the spike protein, my head went. Poof. Now I know most people watch me like, huh? The first moment I heard it, I was like, okay, this is a paradigm shift. We're going to see breakthroughs coming in terms of how we treat patients. Now, I saw the whole development just from going, wow. But again, it's because I'm I'm knowledgeable in that specific field. And I kept saying, only if you're a rocket scientist, would you be impressed by rocket science? So like we, we we see a rocket go up, the layman watches that. Maybe we're in a little bit of awe, but we have no idea the amount of technology, the amount of science, the amount of work, the amount of uh, mathematics that goes in to having that, what we seem to be a simple feat, 
accomplished. It, it, it requires that, that extra level of work. Wow, Cedric, you finished? Bobby Banger in the building. What's going on? What's going on, man? Pseudo Killers official, man. Real Black Atheism, man. What's good with y'all, man? Peace, God, killer. Oh, man. I mean, we've been going over, man, we've been going over these James Webb uh, uh, images, man. Uh, Corey and Anthony, they've been putting on a clinic for us, man. Yeah, it's that's been very yeah. interesting. Yeah, and I know it was, man. I know, I, I know. Uh, you know, this is like what the second or third day we 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 kind of, uh, you know, triangulated on that. And and yesterday we didn't have our we we had one of our dudes, you know, what I'm saying uh, that they really really do this shit. Anthony was over, here. but we didn't have Cosmic Corey. He was stuck in the Nubian hole. Doctor Ben Bookshelf. <laughs> Right. Yeah, like we had to get out of that. Like, come on, where you at, man? With the Vance, come on. No, Vance didn't make it. Vance didn't make it on, but you know. Yeah, see, we uh, gotta get a lot. Anthony, early, Anthony came back on to kind of help, help me out a little bit. <laughs> so, you know, uh, what I want, what I like to recapture is a lot of times is those conversations that we have in a bad chat, and just to hear the vigor and the way y'all explain this shit when when we in that back chat. Just to hear you talk, well, okay, well, it wasn't quite that. It was a binary. This is what it is. And you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, those moments, man, is precious for me. Sometimes that's why I be saying, man, y'all got to stop talking in the chat. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you'll say something that's so profound. You, 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 we need to get that on tape, man. So I hope y'all re recreated that, man. Like, like these conversations, you know, I actually need it for the people, bro. Like, and 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 I think that I'm proud of where the show is at. And, you know, I'm proud of the brothers and sisters that's on the platform. Um, I'm, I'm proud of that. And, and I appreciate you, Anthony. I appreciate you, Cosmic Corey. I appreciate you, Vance. Appreciate you, Brendan, Julanda, Anusha. Uh, I appreciate everybody, Chef and L, right? I appreciate y'all. Because these shows are actually needed, man. You know, I be on platforms where people are slap crazy, man. Like, there's no building blocks, right? Like, people can actually go back and look at our shows, and we talked about gravitational uh, uh, lensing, right? You know, we talked about water being all over the cosmos, right? We, we talked about how do they know what they know? You know, how do they look, shine the light on a galaxy and know what's in there? What, what, what is composed of, right? We actually gave people the formula so when these pictures came up, right, and y'all actually explained it, man, our, our audience was actually, you know, ready, right? You, you know, like, you can't trick our audience. And, and I think a lot of people made mistakes and they forgot just how a good a job that early on that the Amar Raw Squad had did. We put the community in a position to be able to check out goddamn selves. Right. And I think people kind of forgot that we raised the intellectual uh, uh, understanding of things around us in the community. And we did it so much so that as we progressed in what we was doing, it was certain things we just would have to leave alone because now the people is checking the checker and checking the checker. Right. So when we had certain conversations about, 
you know, the universe and the Egyptians knew this and the Bantu knew that, right? It, it, it put people in a crazy spot, man. And, and that's what we was created to do, to put your ass in a crazy spot, no matter who you are, when you start talking crazy about something that's so important that the rest of the world, right, participates in. So I mm, shout out to the Trudeau Kings. Yeah, no doubt, man. Shout out to all of the like, like you said earlier, man. Like, um, we've had discussions that led up, that led us up to this. Like, we've we've been we've been kind of prepping our audience to be scientifically literate, to actually check us when we wrong. Like, we got people in the audience that come on the panel and be like, "Yo, you was dead wrong about that, yo." You know what I'm saying? Google Scholar, he'll get on the panel in a minute and be like, "Yo, man, that shit you said earlier, you was all wrong with that." And the, the, the thing about what makes this channel so unique, we welcome that. That's what we welcome. You know, that's how that's how Google Scholar became a part of our thing by coming on and correcting us and checking. Us. Like, yo, that no, you said that fucked up. You know, you was halfway right, but this is what it really is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what we need. I mean. Those are the discussions we have to have. Uh, that's the level, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's what sets us apart from, from the rest. Uh, is no echo chamber over here. Uh, uh, we willing to be corrected. We always know we don't speak in absolutes over here. That's another thing that I like. We don't speak in absolutes. Everybody can be wrong, you know, and we always learn something. No matter if I'm right or if I'm wrong, by the time this 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 stream is over with, I've learned I'm taking something from this stream that I did not have before I came on this stream. Almost every single show that happens. Almost every single show. Facts. Real talk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I remember, uh, I think me, Reggie, Google Scholar, we were on, this was one of the late night ones, and we were going in, we were actually talking about some concepts related to, to some of the theories that Einstein um, had postulated. And uh, and I was I was describing something, and Google Scholar jumped on. He was like, "No, no, Brendan. He said you're 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 attributing something that was uh, you said it was related to Einstein's theory of general relativity, but no, it, that belongs in a basket with special relativity, right? And that and then I knew I said, yeah, this brother is on on top of his his, his game. He does his studies, right? And and also right some of the subsequent conversations that we have." When we talk about things on our show, the brothers come back like um, like uh, stoopies. He comes back and he's sharp on top of previous subjects that we've talked about, which lets us know that, OK, our audience, they're going back, doing their studies on the back end to be sharper and, and more present during some of these conversations. So I think, again, right, I, I, that's valuable. That, that, that really adds to the conversation. Man, the fact that we up on yeah. the internet having a conversation yeah, about things says everything as to where we're at. And I appreciate it. We're not yeah. gossiping. Uh, we're not talking about anybody else. We're discussing science and the frontiers of knowledge. Like, like this is a nerd's heaven. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fact, man. And our sister Juju, she's become an astronomy buff. 
she was just on travel. She was at the planetarium, right? So that's last week she was praying to an African God. This week she's looking at the stars. <laughs> right. <laughs> Peace to y'all, Bobby. What's happening? What's going on, man? How you doing, bro? Oh, I'm pretty good, man. Pretty good still. <laughs> and I'm floating in that in that nebula we were talking about. Still floating in it, man. Still floating. Yeah, I already know, man. Y'all right in your wheelhouse now, yo. You like running around here, like about to lose your mind. It's like Christmas, man, for, for a guy like me, <laughs> you know. That's that's 10 billion well spent. You mm. know, in my opinion. Mm. I, I've never had 10 billion to spend, but hey, that's not a bad way to spend it for mm. me. So yeah, I mean it's everything y'all been saying is is right on, man. I mean, it's this is gonna open up a whole new world of opportunities for a lot of young people coming up. You know, it's gonna be a lot of questions, probably ten times more questions that comes that James Webb is gonna present than you know answers. So that's that's the exciting part. You know, the, the questions that don't have answers. You know, we, we, we like to, to focus on the answers that we can't question. And, and we want to live our life that way. Well, if that works for you, fine. But I, I want to know what's going on. I'm, I'm nosy when it comes to the universe. Shit, I want to know. So this is the opportunity for me and, and everybody else to know and, and learn what you don't know. You know, it's, and it, it's gonna benefit us all because we're all here on this earth within this solar system and everything, no matter how you look at it, man, this is amazing because it's, it's new information. So that's gonna always keep me excited. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we in that time machine, man. <laughs> it's a time machine. What more? I mean, come on. What? You know, we talk about uh, time machines, man. We got a time machine, man. Like, that's dope. You go back to the place and, and see where, 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 where elements were forged, right? Did you find your body, man? Couldn't dream that up. Couldn't have dreamed it up. What's going on, Chef and Elman? How you doing, brother? What's going on, Unc? Chilling. Starting part two. Okay, all right. Boom. Part two, what you type? We had we had two hours Thursday night. Part two. Yeah, just, just already know. Awesome. <clears throat> just <Ooh>. all. <laughs> yeah, Egypt was a black lad. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How you doing that? I'm done. I'm, I'm, so let's go to Nakata. I was waiting on this. <laughs> God damn all that space, all that daggone James Webb conversation, man. What about God daggone Nubia 60,000 years ago? Nah, man. Come on, man. You know, I tell you what, though. I, I, I tell you what, what, what runs to my mind, though. And no cap, no cap. Like the youngsters say, no cap, man. When you look at not the play, though. And I look how far humanity has come, 
right? For those, you know, astronomy, right? That's 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 in uh, not the playa, right? And that right there, that that's like some foundational work. And we know to even get you that structure, it's about two thousand years of growth for Homo sapiens saving to even build that type of structure right there. Mm-hmm. And and to see, you know, that's like a time machine because you know you're trying to observe. You know, you got the light coming, right? Boom. You make your alignments, but hell, by the time you make your alignments, man, the shit done already moved. Mm-hmm. You, you feel me? And, and to go from not the playa to the James Webb, man, like, you man. Don't, but You don't get the that. James Webb without not the playa. Yeah, you don't get to that. I and think that's, you do. You don't get that. And it's, and, it's, and it's crazy, right? And I'm sure they had some type of thing they might have been praying to or what it was, man, but we don't even know that. Right, there's no byproduct in that. The byproduct of 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 not the player is pushes humanity forward to where we are now, and that's just amazing. The cosmos, understanding we where where humans are, that that that's a that's a tough, hardcore reality, man. To know where you at, man. Hit that hit that link right there, man. We got a couple people that was over there uh, with me on Sarnetta's, man. Hit the link, man. Where you at? Let me see. We write the brother on, but, man. But for Joe sure, the, Saint, the but, other but, but white guy. Sure. Well, you had hit the link, man. Yeah, for we sure, you had. Wet, man, this is a good hey, conversation. Hey, hey brother, on um, for yeah, sure, man. for sure, you had people praying, but I'm more interested in the ones that were looking up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. You guys right. pray, then we'll we'll look up to the stars. You don't get you don't get it without the guys looking up to the stars and doing the work. Hey. That's one hundred, right you there, bro. You can you can pray, do do all the praying you can. That, that that gives me inspiration. But I we need we need the guys looking up and doing the work as well. Mm. Yeah, that's right. what right. I see. That that too. But I I do want to I do want to be the devil's advocate here, though, Brendan. Right, and um, and just to say, and this is probably going to be out of character for me, but I just got to do it. <laughs> uh. We are the the byproducts, though us, right? Those humans that are on the planet today are the byproducts of those who were believers, right? So we just want to keep that in perspective. I just want I just want to throw that out there. I ain't you ain't got to say that and whatever. I just want to throw it out there. That's all. No, that's yeah. no problem. <laughs> I always no. keep saying. No. I always yeah. keep saying nothing changed though. If we look at the planet today. 99% of people 